Interested in investing but don't know where to begin? A great place to start is Bank of Ireland's new webinar series, Invested. You can learn about investing with live webinars, guides and insights from industry experts. We know you've worked hard for your money and with our expert support, it can work harder for you. So don't rest it, invest it. Visit bankofireland.com invested. Bank of Ireland, begin. Terms and conditions apply. Bank of Ireland is a tied agent of New Ireland Assurance Company PLC trading as Bank of Ireland Life for Life Assurance and Pensions Business. Members of Bank of Ireland Group. Bank of Ireland Trading as Bank of Ireland Insurance and Investments is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. On News Talk. Now, economists can often be labelled pessimists, and yet they would counter that by saying they're being realis- realistic. Uh, with this in mind, I happened to see in last week's Sunday Times that Cormac Lucy dared use the word recession in his weekly column. Good morning, Cormac Lucy. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks, Bobby. Good. Now, bring us back to the Vanity Fair article, Cormac, in March 2008. Uh, basically, was when Ireland went from boom to bust. But the the author of the report, and again, you talk about the pressures around somebody, I suppose, being the bearer of bad news. Well, if you, you know, read stockbrokers' reports or read economists' reports, they get a lot of media airtime. And you might therefore think that these are really important people within their own organisations. But in fact, the, the, the people who typically write these reports within stockbroking firms are quite far down the food chain. and. This gives rise to, in my opinion, a systematic bias towards optimism on their part. Because if they write a a negative report about a company or about a sector or about an economy, they're at risk of offending people further up the food chain who take offence and take it out on them. And this 2008 Vanity Fair article told the story of a Merrill Lynch analyst who wrote a very insightful report then about the dire state of the Irish banking system. Uh, At that stage, banks had lost half of their value. A year later, they lost all of their equity value. But at that stage, the banks were still resisting reality and still had sufficiently strong influence to be able to shout out against this report. Uh, and, And shortly afterwards, the guy who wrote the report left Merrill Lynch. And in the meantime, his report had been retracted and reissued in a massively toned-down form. So, right. So uh, your message so, here, then, is that we need to understand the pressures and motivations behind the author of any such report. Correct. Okay. And they're under two pressures. Pressure number one is they're inclined towards optimism because that's what the market wants to hear. And pressure number two is if there's a substantial change in circumstances... They may be slow to adapt to that change because it, it, it may mean admitting that they were wrong in the past. This is particularly important right now because in the first quarter of this year, there were three very substantial shifts in the global economy that, in my view, bring us a lot closer to recession. Uh, the first one was that in the United States, inflation kept strengthening. Uh, And that has added to the resolve of the U.S. Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, to choke off inflation by raising interest rates. That's going to be negative for the global economy. The second thing that went wrong was that uh, there was a big outbreak of COVID in China. And 
over there they're applying a zero COVID strategy. So effectively they've shut down Shanghai in order to choke off the virus there, but that's also choking off economic growth there. Uh, and that in turn then, thirdly, is leading to a big drop in demand and economic growth in the Eurozone where we're located. So, you know, in quarter one, there was a very substantial and negative series of changes yeah. uh, for the economy. But if you look at the official forecasts, they were, they were pulled down marginally. I think we're actually quite close to recession uh, in the global economy right now. So if we look at, at the three forecasts that you refer to, IBEC 1.7%, Central Bank 1.7% and Davy 3.7%. This is the uh, impact on GDP. They don't really match what you're saying, what's really happening in the wider world. Well, my, my personal fear, and in fairness to the people who produce these reports, they would be basing their forecasts on detailed models that they would have and on a, a wealth of variables that they would be tracking. Whereas I'm basing my analysis on one or two or three big indicators that in the past have reliably forecast impending uh, recession. Uh, and, and they are the U.S. unemployment rate. You know, when it gets down this low, it typically triggers a sharp response from the central bank, raising interest rates and bringing a recession closer. Uh, and the second indicator is something called the yield curve. It's about the structure of interest rates, uh, and it has signaled uh, a recession in the next 18 months or so. Uh, it, it did that about a month ago. So there are two very simple models of, of, of anticipating a recession that have proven very reliable in the past, uh, and I, I, I am placing my faith in them. I think we're at acute risk of a global recession at some time in the next six to nine months. Okay, and is it is could it be sooner than that, Cormac? It could. We might be in it already. If you look at the quarter one growth figures for the US, it was negative. Uh, for the eurozone, it was very, uh, very weak. And you'd have to suspect that in China, it's negative at the minute as well, given the severity of their COVID lockdown. Okay, so that doesn't augur well. Um, again, looking at the data that you've analysed, looking at... Uh, as you say, uh, reasons to be cheerful, one, two, three. Uh, the first quarter growth, the rising inflation, uh, China being at a 30-year low in terms of its economic shape. And then, finally, then the US GDP going negative. Yeah. All point uh, and, to recession. And, and, and this week's turbulence in the stock market, and indeed the, the decline in broad US stock indices since last uh, December, they're all, you know, lining up uh, alongside my negative forecast of, of a recession. Now, somebody once said that the stock market predicted uh, seven out of the last three recessions, and, and the stock market often gives false signals, and that's true. But it, it is worrying when you've, you've got the big bellwether U.S. stocks, uh, and so many of them have fallen by over 20% since their recent highs. Okay. We'll have to leave it there. And again, a riveting conversation. Cormac Lucy, as always, a pleasure to talk to you. We'll talk to you again soon. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.
Interested in investing but don't know where to begin? A great place to start is Bank of Ireland's new webinar series, Invested. You can learn about investing with live webinars, guides and insights from industry experts. We know you've worked hard for your money and with our expert support, it can work harder for you. So don't rest it, invest it. Visit bankofireland.com invested. Bank of Ireland, begin. Terms and conditions apply. Bank of Ireland is a tied agent of New Ireland Assurance Company PLC trading as Bank of Ireland Life for Life Assurance and Pensions Business. Members of Bank of Ireland Group. Bank of Ireland Trading as Bank of Ireland Insurance and Investments is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.